whatever your occupation is, most occupations and most giftings help to serve the purpose that God put you on earth for. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy. And this is the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Purpose. Right. I've been reading a um book by E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Mm-hmm. Shout out to E.T. Shout out. It's called U O. You. Oh, wow. And the basis of the book is kind of like, um, we always feel entitled. Like, we always hurt. Like, somebody owe us something. Like, mm. they should have. I did so much for them, so they should have blankety blank, blank, blank. Mm. So, he kind of just, it's kind of a book about, like, looking back at yourself mm. and understanding what you were created for. Because in actuality, regardless of you, regardless of what you feel like you're entitled to you are the one that owe you Mm. so yeah that's just y'all go get the book it's fine so yeah but purpose like a lot of people out there have trouble like finding purpose Mm -hmm. like identifying purpose like i don't know what my purpose is i don't know what i've been put on earth to do so i just want to kind of use our origin stories okay and like how we were raised how we were brought up what we discovered just as a way to give people insight to get them on the path to finding purpose like okay we don't have the answers i don't have an exact answer on exactly how to find purpose but we can just kind of start the conversation to get people down the journey okay and then at the end i have three questions from the book that I think will be good to for for y'all to ask yourselves to help find it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with my story. Okay. And then we'll go from there. All is right. that all right, y'all? <laughs> like gospel. Is that all right? <laughs> so yeah, um, I was born in North Carolina, of course. Mm-hmm. A city called Wilson is where Wilson Memorial Gang Gang is where <laughs> I was born. I spent most of my um childhood like in like Wayne County, Goldsboro, Pike. Okay. That's where my mom's family's from. My dad's family's from Wilson. Like, music on both sides. My dad, musician. My mom, a musician. They both sang. Both sides of the family had a group. Mm. So, like, we got a family quartet group. The Jackson family on one side. Mm-hmm. They in Goldsboro. The um, Lewis, family. Lewis family on the other side. That's They're right. in Wilson. My granddad, both of my granddads are, like, gospel giants in the city. Mm. Like, both of them. <laughs> like. Five. So it's like um, music was always around me. I ended up finding out, like my mom and them told me, no, I'm not going to go there. That's too far. So, yeah, music on both sides. So I grew up going there, all the quartet rehearsals, all the family. Oh, my dad was in a quartet group, too, that was fire. (laughs) Yeah. What were they called? The Southern Wonders Mm. from Wilson. So if y'all from Wilson, Rocky Mount, Pikeville, anywhere around here, y'all know what's up. So, like, (laughs) I used to go to all those rehearsals and stuff like that. So that was a thing. Um, Started playing drums at the age of three. Mm. 
Yeah, playing the go-go beats with my Aunt Sheena. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> man, man on the drums. Okay. Oh, man, <laughs> you, man. You, was hope, you was hoping I was yes. going to uh, air myself out, right? right. <laughs> Go, man, I was going to do it. So, yeah, so started out playing drums, going to rehearsals. Um, grew up when I got around, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mama. But eventually... I started getting interested in the keyboard. Okay. So I'm learning how to play the keyboard. My uncle Tyrone, shout out. Uncle Ty sh- showed me like a couple of chords. So I started kind of like boom, 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 started playing. And then um, to say what I was about to say a while ago, my mom told me that when they had a family, when they had the Jackson family group, mm-hmm. like my my uncle Junior, Marvin Junior, played drums. My uncle Tyrone played the guitar. Mm-hmm. My uncle, um, and then my granddad played the bass. Right. And then like my so yeah, but before Uncle Tyrone and then my mom and then played. So like my mom mm-hmm. played drums. Mm-hmm. My aunt Mel played keys. Right. But then they ended up singing, and so they would always have different keyboard players that would come in, but they never had a solid keyboard player. Yeah. And then my mom told me the story that my granddaddy Marvin told her that is okay because Jamal is going to play the keyboard for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I'm guessing like I'm either in my mama's stomach or just born. Little, yeah. And he's like, That's fine. He got it. We ain't gonna have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> right. Yada yada yada. So fast forward, um, growing up, learning how to play keys or whatever, it became something that I was very interested in. Um once I knew how to play chords i have two incidents i don't remember two of my friends were very um instrumental in me starting off mm-hmm. one of them is lavaris woodard gang gang lavaris <laughs> and the other one was ricky daughters jr aka tank both of my big brothers both from wilson i don't remember if it was tank or vars first but i do remember that i started playing keys with vars at with Elder Blackman with Marshall. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Marshall too. I'm gonna shout. It's gonna be a lot of shout outs in this story because <laughs> that's where I come from. So I started playing with Marshall or whatever. But I think that's after. Do you know? No. Okay. I, yeah. Because if I I'm like, you told I'm me. like 11 or 12. So I'm no, not sure. I think you told me that this is first. Yeah, like I remember, Vars I remember, I don't remember the timeline, but I remember Vars was like, "Hey, yo, I'm playing with this guy," and you were scared. I was very scared. He like, "Can you come play at church?" I'm like, "I don't know, but three chords." I do remember this. Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, that's fine. Marshall don't know, but two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one more chord than Marshall. Come on." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious so okay now let me get to the other part because right. tank is the tank is the extreme instrumental part of the story correct so i'm a young kid around a bunch of musicians like a lot of them mm-hmm. so i'm learning how to play keys or whatever Yada, yada, yada. I'm tinkling. I'm tinkling. Like I said, Tyrone, show me the chords. I've been tinkling. I've been tinkling. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that I play drums because I can play drums, but I'm learning how to play keys. So I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And then, but I'm, I would see Tank's dad 
and the choir from church. Shout out the Glory Baptist. Shout out the Reverend Daltrich. <laughs> shout out the Vision Choir. Like I used to see them, and I'm like, yo, they nice. Like nice, nice. Like you know the kids on stage with the drum, ki- the drumsticks, like air drumming and stuff. Yeah, I was that guy. <laughs> so I'm seeing, I'm seeing them, and I'm like, one day, I'm gonna play for that church. Mind you, I'm just saying what I'm saying because that's what I wish I could do. I mean, I ain't like, it ain't no like, I ain't thinking, speaking it in a come to pass. I ain't thinking that. <laughs> I'm just like, this is something I really want, so I'm going to just declare it. Mm-hmm. So to make a long story short, it ended up happening one day. I don't know if I remember correctly, but I feel like I remember my mom saying, like, somebody called you today. His name is Tank. I'm like, I know who Tank is because Tank is like the guy Mm -hmm. in Wilson at the time. He Mm -hmm. like, you know what I will say, but I ain't going to say it. He like that guy. Uh Yeah, you know. So it's like, he's popular. His dad is popular. The choir is going. The church is big. A lot of youth, yada, yada, yada. So um, I start, Tank calls me like, hey, I know you play keys. I'm trying to put together this band. Would you be interested? So first off, I'm like, man, I said I would play for this choir one day, but I ain't know my boy was going to call. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. So I go to the rehearsal or whatever. Um, I'm there. Demetrius is there. Shout out to Demetrius McCray. He's just learning how to play the organ, organ. at the time. He's a part of the youth choir and he's just interested in playing the organ. Right. Like, and the guy, Kevin Williams, shout out to Kevin, who was the minister of music at the time, I'm guessing, was teaching him how to play. So Tank got us in his rehearsal. I remember, like it was yesterday, the lights was dim, my hands was sweating, and we like, <laughs> we learning, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now I'm gonna fast forward. So eventually, we are growing. Me and D are playing. Then we have some of my some of the other homies that end up, and I'll tell a longer version of this story later because it's a good story. So fast forward, a bunch of the homies um, started playing together, and I have to rewind too because there's another person and situation that's important in this same thing. So we're playing or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we form a band with some other some of our other friends. Shout out to Greg, shout out to Chris, shout out to Antonio, shout out to all y'all. <coughs> shout out to Brandon, shout out to who else? I don't want to forget nobody else's name because I'm forgetting names. Roderick, shout out to Roderick, shout out to the whole GBC band, yada, 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 y'all know. So yeah, we playing together. And as we are playing, I'm starting to notice something. I'm starting to notice that when we're learning these songs, I don't like playing them the way they go. <laughs> every record we plan, every song we're learning, like Tank's dad will have us listen to the records and then he'll have us play them. I learn your part. This is your part. Do this, do that, do that. And I don't like playing them the way they go. So let me rewind. Um, so, I'm learning how to play the keyboard and mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty good. So my mom talks to her then 
friend who wasn't her husband yet, but became her husband. Ray Braswell. Shout out to him. One of the greatest quartet producers on this side of heaven. Yes. So he lends me his um, XB60, if I'm not mistaken. And I discover, and you know what time it is. <laughs> I discover the 16 track yes. sequencer. So yes. I'm like, I can make music in this. I can record and then I can go to another track and I can record, record. and I can. So I discovered then, mind you, the call from Tank, the um, my stepdad Ray bringing me the keyboard. This is all like very like close mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing the keyboard. And you were about how old? 12, 11, 12, 13, one of them. Okay. One, you probably know better than me. But it's 11, 12, or 13. I'll have to ask like Tank and them because they know better than I do because I got a bad memory. I just remember. Listen, I, this is what I remember. Extremely. He has selective memory. Yes, it, it has Very to be where selective. it was extremely important, like pivotal, extremely, extremely funny, funny, or extremely, extremely sad. sad. That's the only stuff I remember. I don't remember the details of nothing. But I remember those three things. So um, I get this keyboard. I learn how to play. Tank says, learn these songs. Yes, this is right. Learn these songs. It's the caught up album that Tank's dad, Glory Baptist Vision Choir, Reverend Daltrich. Ray actually produced it because he was the minister of music at the time. So it's a whole lot of legendary stuff going on. So Tank's dad had us learn it. So then we come, we play, we form a band. All of the homies come. On top of learning the material, we have to do like cover tunes because the ch- the church travels, the choir travels as a performance choir, mm-hmm. but they are also the, the church, church choir. choir. Right. So we're rehearsing two times a week, Tuesday and Thursday. I'm in middle school, but these rehearsals are like ridiculous. They mm-hmm. like serious. It's like Tank's dad got us like, Learning the material. You learn the material first. Mm-hmm. Then let's say, for instance, he had like, let's say that weekend he doing a performance somewhere. Nine times out of ten, he know where we're going and he know how much time we have. So right. say, for example, say, for example, we got 30 minutes. He, um, he'll do like the timer. Mm-hmm. So he'll take the timer and he'll say, hey, here's 30 minutes. Blah, blah, blah. Start from the top. Do the song, blah, blah, blah. That ain't right. Do it again. Choir, y'all walk in, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. The, all of this is important because and it's important to purpose, so y'all just stick with me. So, I'm learning all this. I'm experiencing all this. I'm getting all of this training. And like I said before, when we're doing the cover tunes, I don't necessarily like playing them how playing they go. Playing them how they so go. So, we're like, so we'll be, we'll learn the song and then we'll be in rehearsal and it's like, Try this. Do this. Let's play this instead of this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this instead of this. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's this kind of thing where between between the XB60, mm-hmm. these rehearsals, these band rehearsals, and this let's play it different. At the time, I didn't know these were roles, characteristics, ideas, and thoughts of a music producer. Right. 
I did not know that. I just know, hey, I can make music on this keyboard. I can do multiple tracks. Hey, we're in these rehearsals. Hey, let's do this intro. Let's do this. Let's do this arrangement. Let's do this. Let's do this. Play this part. You actually don't got to play that much. You could just play this one little bump, 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 and you play this (laughs) blank, 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 and you do this pop, pop, pop. Okay, now let's do it all together. So I ended up realizing that I had the DNA of a music producer. This DNA, I thought that this DNA was my purpose. Mm. Here we go. This Mm. is the part. Get your gears in gear. (laughs) I thought that being a music producer was my purpose. Wow. After living and learning and discovering, I realized that being a music producer was a gift, Mm. not a purpose. Mm. So as I'm going along, things are happening. Opportunities are coming. Different stuff is happening. Um, I play with Glory Baptist. I play with Doc McKenzie. Shout out to Doc McKenzie. That happened through the homies. That's a whole nother story. So the homies put me on one summer. Jason quits. So the homies are like, let's petition for the young buck to play. Some of the boys was cool. Some of them wasn't. Shout out to Tank and Chris. Gang, gang for fighting for me. So they fought for me. I got in. I started playing. I'm learning more. I meet you. Mm-hmm. See, meeting her is when I found out that being a music, being a music producer and being a musician was not a purpose. It was a gift. It was through meeting her <laughs> when she would tell me <laughs> some of that don't make no thing. <laughs> I would explain to her opportunities. How much it pay? How far are we going? <laughs> She'll be like, and I used to be mad. You still in my growth. You trying to steal my shine. You don't want me to be great because I'm thinking that music production, being a traveling keyboard player, is my purpose. And these quartet opportunities and these local churches, these are avenues for me to be what God called me to be. <laughs> and my wife looking at me like. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no. But fast forward. One thing I started to notice. I started to notice that after I groomed my craft and built relationships, mm-hmm. anytime something was happening, I was the person that was called. Mm-hmm. And I was always the person responsible for bringing people people together together to accomplish a certain goal. Whether it is, put this band together. Ask these singers to come here. See if you know this person. Mm -hmm. Try to do this. Can you do this? Can you come over here and do this? So then I said, oh, wait, 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 wait. And then in the process, I'm teaching people. Shout out to G. Cox one more time. Wilson and his daddy, Bo Peep. Shout out to Bo one time. (laughs) So back to the glory Baptist. I'm teaching G because... Bo comes to us and says, hey, my son, he in the streets. Hey, Rev, Reverend Daltridge, I see what you're doing over here with the boys. Do y'all mind taking them in? 
Tank, like, what you think? I'm like, hey, we need somebody to play auxiliaries because your daddy is requiring us to play parts that we ain't got enough hands for. <laughs> we ain't got, but so, Rev, we ain't got no more hands. Right. So, yeah. So, I'm teaching him. This is important. I'm teaching him, yada, 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 we learning. So, I'm starting to notice, hey, anytime I ask somebody to do something, they're there without question. The ability to teach is there. This person don't really fool with this person. But if I ask these two people the to do this one yeah, thing, they always it. say yeah, and they figure out a way to 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 live like, amongst each other during the situation. Yeah, their differences are reconciled momentarily yeah. for the greater good. Yeah. So here's my point. I started to understand that creating opportunities for people mm-hmm. and bringing people together was more of a purpose. And music production and in keyboard playing is the vehicle yeah, slash yeah. tools by which bringing to people together was accomplished in that season and even in this one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, my purpose is to create opportunity for people and bring people together. People that may not necessarily work together or may not necessarily um have even met Mm, relationships are built working relationships and personal relationships are built that last past this concert Mm. or past this session Mm -hmm. or past this interaction right and music production is the vehicle like it's disguised as a thing where we all coming together to make music but it's really life-changing so i get to the point now at 31 years old, been married for 12 years, gang, 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 been married for 12 years. I'm in a situation now where I understand what my purpose is through all of that. So if you're out there and you're living and you're developing your gifts, whether it's to speak, whether it's to sing, whether it's to do art, whether it's to help people, becoming a nurse or whatever like doctors lawyers whatever your occupation is most occupations and most giftings help to serve the purpose that God put you on earth for so one of the ways I've discovered that you can find purpose is by just simply doing what you're gifted to do and assessing the results And the effect that what you've done has on people. Mm. So now I'm going to get to this. (laughs) You owe you Eric Thomas, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. One time for the one time. Let's go. I just read this this morning. So bear with me as I use my notes as the preachers. (laughs) There are three things that were super important that I think. Three points in a close. Yes, sir. We about to preach. Three points in a close. We preaching on y'all. So here are three questions that I got from UOU that I'm going to ask y'all to ask y'all self. Mm-hmm. And maybe we and ET can help y'all find y'all purpose. All right. All right. So the first question is, what do you love doing? Mm. That's the first question. What do you love doing? Now. You may love doing multiple things. 
I have a beautiful wife right here that we call, I ain't going to put your business out there. <laughs> Just know she do anything. Homegirl can do hair like braid, cut hair like edge me up. She can fix anything that breaks. She can <laughs> sing. She can play multiple instruments. Oh what else can you do? Um, Draw. Paint. Art. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everything. So in a case like my wife's case, she can do multiple things. So if we asked her, what do you love to do? She going to be like, I love to draw. Yeah. I love to sing too. But I love making beats too. Mm. So it's like, okay, y'all, how you find your purpose when you love to do multiple things? Mm. Here is the second question. Out of all of those things, let's say you got five things. In her case, she got 20, but we're going to say five for the example. <laughs> oh say, for instance, you got five things that you love to do. The second question is, how does that thing affect, affect people? people. Okay, so out of the five things you love doing, which thing affects people the most? Mm. Right? And then how does that thing affect people? Okay, if I'm just playing keys, Good. if I'm just playing keys in my house, that don't really affect people, but I love doing it. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I love producing music how does that affect people mm. this can i as a music producer can work with an artist who has something that they want to express let's say they went through a bad breakup if it's r&b game mm -hmm. they went through a bad breakup and they need to express it me as a producer can provide the soundtrack for their expression. Right. I've just affected multiple lives because I worked with one person who was able to express how they feel. On the flip side, if I'm producing a record with multiple musicians and I have a, let's say, because we're going to get there one day, let's say I got a $100,000 budget. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I got five, six people working with me. Right. And I can pay them, let's say, Ten to fifteen thousand dollars per person. Correct. I've just helped them feed their family. Right. So this is a way to attach what you love with how it affects people. Mm -hmm. How does what you love serve people? Whether it's monetary, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, like being a trainer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a personal trainer. First of all, my occupation is a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. A person that's a personal trainer may feel like my purpose is to use my giftings to help people live as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Right? So you become a personal trainer. You could just be a clerk at Planet Fitness, but you would rather just like, yo, right. I'm right. here with you every day. This is your regimen. This is what you eat. Blah, 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 blah. The third question is, when you see this response from people, how do you feel? Oh, wow. When you see this response from people, how do you feel? I use myself for an example. I'm working. I call 
John, I'll make up a name, John Black. John Black, I'm producing this record, man. Can you play bass on it? It pays $1,000 a song. It's five songs. I can pay you half up front, the other half when we're done. Okay, John Black plays on the record, blazes it, right? Mm-hmm. We're done with the record. John calls me and says, yo, Jay, I don't think you understand. What, man? When you paid me that deposit that morning, they told me that if I didn't have $2,500 by the end of the day, that we were going to have to pack everything up and leave the house. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If a scenario like that happens, I feel way more different than I would if the song was dope. Mm. Everybody make dope songs. But to have a gift that serves a purpose, that gives back and provides opportunities for people, I feel more fulfilled with the phone call of bro, this opportunity just help me and my family, then, boy, you blaze that track. Right. That's just like fluff to me. Right. So ask yourself, okay, this is the thing I love to do. This is how what I love to do affects people. And this is how I feel Mm -hmm. when I see or hear or witness the response from that person. Right. So, those three questions. What do you um what do you um love doing? That's one. Mm-hmm. How does that thing affect people? Mm-hmm. That's two. When when you see the response from people, how do you feel? Yeah. Assess all of the things you love to do. Assess which one of those things provide the most value to other, other people. people. And then assess if you feel fulfilled from the response from those people, mm. not guaranteed, but I would say at least seven and a half times out of 10, your purpose is probably connected to answering those questions. Mm. So I want to challenge everybody in the music community, writers, producers, ARs, keyboard players, drummers, all instrumentalists, Ask yourself these three questions and I can't guarantee that you will know your purpose, but I can promise you, you'll be closer to it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. So next week, y'all tune in and y'all going to hear her origin story. I'm Roger. I'm Shy. Shy. Shy.